This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to The Bridge Zone. You're at the table with Barry and Mariana. We are going more global each and every week, Barry. Cullen's a Scottish name, isn't it? It is. My father-in-law was actually from Scotland. He was from Octomocte. Did you know that my mother was a Campbell? Really? So there's a bit more Scottish. You wonder why we're talking about Scotland? You've got the email. Yeah, I have. Hey, look, we have been recognised, the Bridge Zone, and we would like to say hello to all our listeners in the Highlands in Scotland from Kyle of Loch Walsh Bridge Club. They're listening in. They are listening in. Isn't it fantastic? They wanted to know if we twittered or something, did they? <laughs> they did. Or tweeted? Or... We don't tweet just yet, but it could be something that my IT savvy co-host over there might get us into. <laughs> there's, about, there's not much Two chance hopes. of that. <laughs> so funny. So thank you very much for listening in. And hey, I've got big news. What's that? Our next international star or guest interview person he's, he's is... nearly from Scotland? N- well, yeah, I guess so. But it's all sorted. It is locked in, Eddie. Mr. Andrew Robson. Wahoo! That's a big name. It is a big name. So Andrew Robson is going to be joining us on the Bridge Zone, and he's from Notting Hill. You remember that Julia Roberts, Hugh Grant movie? Oh, yeah. Famous yes, Notting do. Hill do movie. Remember that. Yeah, yeah that's oh, when, awesome. That's when Julia Roberts was, and who was with it? Hugh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, they were still young then. <laughs> She's still cute. Now they're as old as us. <laughs> Excuse me, you. But anyway, so welcome to those bridge players over there in the Highlands. If you've got any questions for them, by all means, email them in. Yep. Bridgezoneshow at gmail.com. Had a look at their website too, and they mentioned New Zealand Bridge. And that was about the old trout. The old trout syndrome. <laughs> we haven't found out what the old trout syndrome is, <laughs> but apparently they, they said it's widespread in New Zealand. It is widespread. <laughs> and in New we've Zealand. never heard of it. Now, if anybody knows what the old trout syndrome is, could you please let us know? I think our man, superhero spreadsheet man, I reckon he would know a little bit about it because it was more, I believe, about getting the digital and the computer results so they could analyse. So, Bradley. Superhero there, spreadsheet mm, man. I'm I, I think the old trout syndrome might be outside of his, his area of expertise, but we'll find out. <laughs> okay, so thanks for listening. Director, please. How can I help? Judge Julie presiding. Not a question today. Judge Julie, more of a statement. What do you do when Barry Jones is swearing? That's right, folks. He's muttering away. He's got something that he wants to get off his chest. So I'm going to ask Judge Julie. <laughs> I said, I don't know why the hell the South Island's still in level two. It's ridiculous. My sister was bending my ear like I care at level bloody three. I know, but I mean, it does seem insane. They haven't had anything down there for yonks. And... I agree that the problem is that if people are going from here, there and everywhere, that it's the contact tracing and all the other things. You can actually have a border to the South Island. Mm. All the airports and the ports effectively 
you just have people come through and put their name down, don't you? Yep. Uh, A car licence or something. (laughs) I mean, you've just got so much you can do. That would be pretty straightforward, you would have thought. I mean, I feel sorry for the South Island. They must be pissed off. They've got nothing going on down there. What, What is all this about? My sister works in a gondola. She's tied up with that. And they close down at the moment, you know, because there's nothing happening. And at least if they're level one, there's other things you can do. Mm. So you can't fly to Invercargill, so is that why you're swearing? Oh, no, I could. I could go. You could go? Yeah, I could go. Yeah, you're at level two. You're fine. I could go. I can't go. I'm an Auckland. No, she can't go. She's a... But that's all right, because I've already told them I couldn't go, because I was going to be directing it. Wasn't mm. I? <laughs> oh, that's right. And you were going to be elsewhere, weren't you? She I was, was going to be in Italy. And then they asked if I could direct it, and I said no, because I've got so much on at the moment in Auckland anyway. But then just as well. We'd be in Italy right now. We would, wouldn't we? Yeah. yeah now I can be. cry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when the moon hits your own life. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 you too. <laughs> hey, so, but what so, about Barry's stats, Julie? That 18 clubs in New Zealand are playing bridge at the clubs at the moment. Yeah, I was amazed at that. I was only when I went in and had a look at the results. Jeez, I couldn't believe it. A lot of them are down south, but there's a few in the North Island. Needless to say, none of them are in Auckland, Julie. Well, that's true. But it is interesting because the heads up from New Zealand Bridge was the Deputy Director of Health had said because of the sharing of equipment and the close contact that we are and level two is about social distancing Mm. and at the bridge table that we can't do it so I think the recommendation was strongly that we didn't do it but I don't it was was a strong recommendation but I don't know whether NZ Bridge has got the clout to say you can't play who actually runs the South Island Pairs? Invercargill well, Bridge. Oh, the, no. uh, the NZ Bridge, yeah, I don't know. It's not, the, the club runs it on behalf. If Invercargill so, want to run it. Um, well, they've said but, they're definitely going ahead, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think everyone in every region in the country will have will be really enjoying a notice that says, everyone welcome but Aucklanders. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I don't, I don't, she didn't maybe put it quite like that, but it was close to that. It was quite close to that. It was Anne Somerville who put it on there. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny. But it does beg to reason. I wonder if we could get a photo of their social distancing and what they carry on that they're doing. Wonder what rigmarole they have to do. Well, it'd be interesting because you've got clubs in the country that aren't playing, and mm. that could, if, it, if you're allowed to at level two, and then you have clubs that are. So I'm sure everybody would love to know if, if it's appropriate to be playing at level two. Well, it depends who you talk to whether it was appropriate. Some people would say definitely not. Some people would say definitely yeah. yes, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I, I can absolutely sympathise with the um, with the South Island feeling like they should be at level one because, I mean, why wouldn't they want to be at level one? They're yeah. so far away from where the problems are. I don't know. Maybe my question to you this week is going to be if you were holding a session of bridge <laughs> um, in level two, how would you go about it? The boards have to be used and cleaned and you would have people just sitting at a table and not moving. You would have them far enough apart that they weren't sharing. You wouldn't have any movement around the room. So you wouldn't play pairs, obviously. You'd play teams or something. Yeah, You could play teams or something and then you could clean up and use a completely different... So you you had two 12-board matches in a night, so you could play one and then... then You could play two by using completely different lots of boards. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. But the problem is that then you are sitting so close to the people that you're playing. So the problem then is about distancing. Yeah, well, what's the South Island Pairs going to do then? Well, in all fairness, at level two, if you're allowed to have 10 people or 100 people at a 
restaurant at a table and you've got the contact tracing because we all know who's playing, then presumably, providing you're not using multiple sets of boards and they are not being shared around the room with multiple groups, I don't know. I mean, who knows? I bet you they would have a, well, I would like to think they would have a COVID questionnaire from all the entrants. Have you been in contact? Do you plan to travel? Have you travelled? That would have to be mandatory, sure. Well, well, planning to travel is irrelevant, really. True. And have you travelled? Well, generally, a lot, since it's a number cargo, I'd imagine quite a few people have travelled just to get to the venue. At our work, right. they, they have a little questionnaire. It's just one line, and it says, "Are you feeling well, unwell, or whatever?" Yeah. And you know, have you been outside the area? Or, well, uh, I mean, you can yeah. stand at the door and say, "Are you well?" There's no indication at all about anything in the South Island. What about have you been in contact with anybody that's been COVID tested? Yeah, but I have been too. But they were tested negative. We get paranoid, and then we have this problem of people being over the top about things that create issues where we shouldn't actually have issues. Oh, I mean, I've been told this week that I have flaws and I've admitted that I've got flaws. <laughs> hey, yeah. I could have told them that. <laughs> I, I had a grandson that's got a bronchial cold, right, and he's been tested twice now and he's absolutely clear. So people are going to start, it's that time of year, we've got colds and we've got yep. allergy stuff and everything's starting to happen and we've got a paranoia about COVID-19 and absolutely we want to know that people are well and that they don't have it. So that is beyond question. I've got a paranoia about having one of those things stuck up my nose for a COVID test. I don't fancy it at all. No. (laughs) And then if you say, have you been in contact with someone that does have COVID? If the answer to that is yes, well, then they will have been self-isolating and quarantined. So the question is sort of redundant, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. But you have to prove when you're hosting that you've done the utmost to eliminate or isolate, you know, minimise any risk for everybody because the last thing that they would want to do is to have someone that they forgot to ask a question and possibly had had some contact and the next minute, you know, you've got less than 100 people that could be infected so I guess so, that's so the then point. you've got this problem that you, you want you've got the QR code on the door because all bridge clubs presumably have those and then you've got the fact that are you unwell because if you are you can't play mm. I mean that's pretty simple isn't it well good luck to them <laughs> yeah, busy yeah I mean I hope, they, I hope it's enjoyable because the rest of us would love to be playing instead Absolutely. of directing can imagine that, eh? Have these hordes of people from level two just fly into Chicago. <laughs> G'day, mate. I think we need so to. Does that mean that Congress can go ahead at level two? Well, of course, oh, no, that'll, that'll be over. That'll be over. Yeah, that's a good answer. I think we need to get our <laughs> friend of the bridge zone, Bradley Johnston, to take a few photos at, at the uh, South Island Pier. So I'm sure he'll be there. So it's interesting because we got told that the boards could be used once, and it was seven days before they could be used again. I mean, you've got to sanitise and you've got to swipe and you've got to do all these things. So it is possible that by following some really strict regulations on, one would hope, masks, sanitiser and washing hands and that, and the use of the cards. But if they've got a good entry, I mean, we used, I do not know how many sets for the South Island Piers when I did it in Picton, mm. and you just can't not use them again. Well, I noticed that some of these clubs that are playing, like Palmerston North, are having like they had like six sessions of bridge. Even Ashburton had four sessions yeah. of bridge. They're having lots of sessions of bridge in a week, and I suppose they could be using separate. Well, Alistair's the secretary of New Zealand Bridge. I mean, he should know, shouldn't he? Well, he's not a member. He's Hoke Fitu. He's Hoke Fitu. They're not playing. 
So why not ring Alan Morris? Yep. And get the actual right information from the person who's meant to know. Yeah, rather he, than speculating yeah, that's right. about things that, that we could be completely idiotic about. Because they probably all rang him and sent him an email and said, hey, we're looking to play bridge yeah, and but, open up some sessions. Well, this is the plans that we've got How in can place. you run the South Island Piers without explicit permission from New Zealand Bridge? True. You can't. I mean, how do you do that? How can you possibly do that when you need... The club runs it on behalf of New Zealand Bridge. If it's not appropriate for a level two, mm. then New Zealand Bridge would not be running the South Island Pairs. Maybe they're going to issue gloves to everybody, Barry. You'd like that. Yeah. You'd think you'd be but at your AI that, job. You know, <laughs> but I mean, surely that's why you'd have either Murray Wiggins or Alison Morris and a huge number of clubs would really like to know that you can run at level two. Yep. Right? Mm. True. Everyone wants to know that they can run at level two. Absolutely. Except, right. except Auckland. They don't Why care. Because they're, they're, they're still at level three. <laughs> Next week, she's My hairdresser <laughs> just rang me to, to, to redo my appointment. How is that for service? Very good. So <laughs> nice. I'm very impressed. All I know is the Billy Two Hills cancelled. Yep. yep. Yeah. Got the email. Mind you, they're still in level three for that, so there's the That's right, there, so that's right. fine. Mm. But, I mean, we'll be starting work next week. I mean, it makes a massive difference economically to all the clubs in the country. Yes, it does. So I would think that talking to Alan must be a really good idea. The key question is, if the recommendations of what they had to do is why the South Island Pairs are running. That mm. is the real question. Okay, we'll give them a call. Thank you, yeah. Julie. Thank okay, you, boss, have fun. lady. Bye. 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 Catch you later. See you. Okay, bye. This program is sponsored by New Zealand Bridge, sponsors of Grassroots Bridge across the nation. The big news is, of course, all these clubs that are playing bridge in New Zealand, Mariana. I don't know. 18 well, of them, or 18. I think there might be more than... I think you could probably say, safely say there's 20. I just had a quick look through because I don't have a life at the results for all these clubs. <laughs> and there were about 20 clubs that played bridge in New Zealand last week. Some of them had four or five sessions a week. The likes of Palmy. Yep, Palmerston North. Ash Burton had quite a few sessions last week. Um, Richmond and Nelson, I presume that is. They had about four sessions. There was another club there which he said was in Nelson. I think is that Bishopdale. They had fifteen tables. Yep, Belclutha, Denevert, Tokoroa in the Waikato, Kawarau, Stratford in the Naki. Wow. Wellington had lots of tables at their teams. Christchurch were playing. Winton United, I think there's another club in Christchurch. They're all playing bridge. So they're all doing their thing. Whether they should be, Motueka, Tamuka, the list goes on. Well, if the numbers are low, they can do social distancing well, pretty well, mask sanitise. It's quite hard to be that far away from somebody when you're all four of you sitting at a bridge table, eh? True. And some of these were no small numbers. Some of them were having 14, 15 tables. Well, they could be wearing gloves, but that doesn't I'd make them right. a metre or two apart, does it? But anyway, I guess it was a strong recommendation from New Zealand Bridge that yep. people don't play bridge at their bridge clubs, but they probably can't enforce anything. Anyway, we have news that the South Island Pairs are planning to go ahead, as said by Invercargill. Well, yeah, apparently on Facebook they were saying, yes, it's definitely going ahead, but no Aucklanders can <laughs> Auckland come. Aucklanders allowed. That sounds rude, well, doesn't well, it? I don't think they quite meant it like that, but, 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 but Aucklanders, of course, are all still in level three until after the weekend, so they won't be able to play. Yeah. 
So it was meant that way. And we have news that New Zealand Bridge are having a meeting that will be before the show goes to air tomorrow. Everybody will know what the outcome would be because the tournament is actually a New Zealand Bridge event. So Invercargill held two tournaments last weekend. Yep. A junior and an intermediate pairs, um, but they can do that. That's the Invercargill Bridge Club. That is not New Zealand Bridge, is yes. our understanding. Tried to get hold of Alan Morris, but couldn't, unfortunately. But sounds like they're going to have a meeting this afternoon and make a decision. That's Tuesday mm. afternoon. All right. What's up next? Well, the big news is, of course, all these clubs that are playing bridge in New Zealand, Mariana. I don't know. 18 of them, or I think there might be more than... I think you could probably say, safely say there's 20. I just had a quick look through because I don't have a life at the results for all these clubs. <laughs> and there were about 20 clubs that played bridge in New Zealand last week. Some of them had four or five sessions a week. The likes of, Palmy? Yep, Palmster North. Ash Burton had quite a few sessions last week. Um, Richmond and Nelson, I presume that is. They had about four sessions. There was another club there which you said was in Nelson. I think is that Bishopdale. They had 15 tables. Yep, Belclutha, Denevert, Tokoroa in the Waikato, Kawarau, Stratford in the Naki. Wow. Wellington had lots of tables at their teams. Christchurch were playing. Winton, United, I think there's another club in Christchurch. They're all playing bridge. So they're all doing their thing. Whether they should be, Motueka, Tamuka, the list goes on. Well, if the numbers are low, they can do social distancing well, pretty well, mask sanitised. It's quite hard to be that far away from somebody when you're all four of you sitting at a bridge table, eh? True. And some of these were no small numbers. Some of them were having 14, 15 tables. Well, they could be wearing gloves, but that doesn't I'd make them right. a metre or two apart, does it? But anyway, I guess it was a strong recommendation from New Zealand Bridge that yep. people don't play bridge at their bridge clubs, but they probably can't enforce anything. Anyway, we have news that the South Island Pairs are planning to go ahead, as said by Invercargill. Well, yeah, apparently on Facebook they were saying, yes, it's definitely going ahead, but no Aucklanders can <laughs> Aucklanders come. Aucklanders allow. That sounds rude, well, doesn't well, it? I don't think they quite meant it like that, but, 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 but Aucklanders, of course, are all still in level three until after the weekend, so they won't be able to play. Yeah. So it was meant that way. And we have news that New Zealand Bridge are having a meeting that will be, before the show goes to air tomorrow, everybody will know what the outcome would be because the tournament is actually a New Zealand Bridge event. So Invercargill held two tournaments last weekend, yep. a junior and an intermediate pairs, um, but they can do that. That's the Invercargill Bridge Club. That is not New Zealand Bridge, is yes. our understanding. Tried to get hold of Alan Morris, but couldn't, unfortunately, but... Sounds like they're going to have a meeting this afternoon and make a decision. That's Tuesday afternoon. All right. You've got a funny over there. I have. I thought it was quite funny. I saw it online. It might as well cheer everybody up after all this serious stuff <laughs> about COVID. Apparently, somebody was watching an old episode of MASH. Remember MASH? I'm sure you do. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently, there was a bridge game being organised. Colonel Potter was playing with Hot Lips. Yeah. And Winchester was playing with BJ Honeycutt. Right. So who do you reckon would win? Oh, Hot Lips Houlihan. <laughs> well, and, and Colonel Potter. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know I don't know the answer to this question. We'll save that up for next week. I'll have to look it up. All I found out was they were planning a game. I'll have to try and watch this episode. Teaser. Who would have thought that MASH would have had Back Bridge on? Back in those days. Yeah, so well, it wasn't that long ago. Yes, it was. Oh, I suppose it was. It was a long, long time. You're probably thinking about the reruns that happened about two two years ago on Jones. They're probably still playing I on Jones. I would imagine they're still playing. What a great name for a television channel, by the way. 
<laughs> There's so much of you. They've got Jones 1 and Jones 2. <laughs> it's a pretty popular channel too. So I've got a question for you about doubling. Do we do enough of it? Yeah, well, that old saying that somebody mentioned to you just yesterday, Mariana, that when you double people for penalties, they always go down, then you're probably not doubling enough. Say that again? If when you double people for penalties, they always go down, then you're probably not doubling often enough. Mm. What they're suggesting is that you're obviously only doubling when it's absolutely ironclad guaranteed, then you're probably not doubling enough. Because quite often they'll be going down when you should be doubling them, and you won't be because you're just a bit nervous about it. I noticed mm. somebody went down five last night, undoubled. <laughs> and what's wrong with that? That should be absolutely sacrilege. If they, there's going to be, you're going to go down and you can double, there should be blood on the carpet all over the floor, flowing out the door. I want to see it happening. I want yeah. to see people getting penalised and going for big numbers. I agree. It is a bit of a surprise. But what about doubling in general? Let's say opposition open. You've got that hand that you mentioned last week. What was it? Five, three, three, two. And you reckon you should overcall. What happens if your suit is not a quality suit? Is that worth a double? Yeah, well, it's, it does come down to a judgment thing. The main thing against doubling when you've got five of a major and, say, three of the other majors, you might even have a singleton. You might not have that bad shape. They yeah. might open a diamond and you've got three spades, five hearts, one diamond and four clubs. It looks pretty much like a good hand for a double, doesn't it? Yeah. But if you've just got sort of an average strength hand and you double and partner doesn't bid your five-card major, and, I mean, let's face it, how often that's going to happen? They're not going to bid your five-card major. You're probably never going to find your five-three fit in the major that way. So modern thinking tends to be if you have five of one major and three of the other, you're better off to overcall in the suit you have five of to find that 5-3 fit in a major. Right, and if you're stronger, you can whack in a double the next time round to say, I'm actually stronger than that. Well, if, if you get another bid, if you overcall a heart and they bid, you can yes, you can double next time for partner. So now partner knows you've got five of the major and they also know you've got tolerance for the other seats. Okay, all right. And any difference in terms of no trumps, if they're playing a week, no trumps, and you've got like non-vulnerable well double of course means a lot of different things yeah, over yeah. no trump so that's quite different really it's not a takeout double anymore mm. is there worth any values in thinking that there's a difference between a double of a one no trump saying that I've got you know penalty orientated when you really want to play game what do you mean you want to play a game? You know, like you've got points and I've got 10 points. You'd prefer to do the math. And oh, actually, that's probably the stupidest example because they're going to go for blood on the floor numbers. <laughs> they are. You're yeah. probably going to get more than the value of your game Absolutely. if you've got that many points. Oh, I see. So you really need to double and as the responder to your partner's double, you need to do the math. You need to do the maths. That's true. Yeah. Unless you can safely underwrite game. You know, and who can ever be sure that you yeah. can de definitely make game? You might as well just take the money. Yeah. Say, right, are they going for a number and one no Trump doubled? Let's see how much we can get. Okay. So there's a tip of the week. Do the mass. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So that takes you way back to year one, I think it is. Think more, count more. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this time we're counting how much we're going to get. Yeah. Blood on your hands, love that. Okay, well, that's it from us today. So I hope you enjoy, fingers crossed, Aucklanders, the last couple of days at Level 3 and the rest of the country. 
And those ones that are playing bridge, just remember to wield the axe a bit. <laughs> True. Let's hope Hamilton and Waikato clubs are getting back to playing uh, bridge this week That'll or next week. That'll be awesome. I don't think they will because they'll still be level two. Mm, true. That's going to be probably a few weeks away, unless you're one of the clubs that plays under level two. Hey, everybody, because we've been speaking about Scotland and the Kyle of Loch Walsh Bridge Club, we thought we'd remind you of some of the work that Professor Samantha Punch from Stirling University in Scotland has been talking about, and that's something that we're going to follow up with her, and you'll be hearing from her real soon. Anything that can just get the message out there that bridge is a great game and get it on people's radars. And even just the word mind sport, I think for us, we know what that means and we know all the benefits that that brings. But lots of people don't even know what a mind sport is. We're just really hoping this will help get mind sports on the map. I know that a lot of clubs around the world having trouble keeping their numbers up. Australia have managed to increase their membership quite significantly over the last five or ten years. All right. Well, that's good to know. I suppose another thing to mention. Both Australia um, Bridge Federation and the New Zealand Bridge have both quite generously supported Keep Bridge Alive with generous donations. We're actually hoping that they'll come on board and be part of our global Keep Bridge Alive network. And then if Australia are doing good things, we can learn from their best practice and try and replicate that in other parts of the world. Sam, part of the Keep Bridge Alive fundraiser is to continue with the academic research. What has happened in that research since we've last talked to you? We've employed a new Keep Bridge Alive researcher. She's three days a week, Miriam Snellgrove. She's quite an experienced researcher. Been working a lot with her on a couple of academic papers. We're very close to submitting them to academic journals. I've also been working part-time with Zoe Russell, and we've been working on another couple of papers. So we've got four academic papers that are pretty much ready to send off and hopefully get published. So that's quite exciting. Sounds good. Um, we've also got a new project that we got extra funds for to do a project on bridging schools in Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland have got bridge into the curriculum. We want to go over to Northern Ireland and find out how they got it into the curriculum and then do interviews with the children themselves, their parents and their teachers to find out about how it's improving their lives and what benefits they get from it. It's great news. They've got it into the curriculum. Yeah. yeah, and then there's Kevin and the PhD work. He's now submitted all his ethics applications for ethical approval and he's about to start his field work. That's exciting too. The Bridge Zone email is bridgezoneshow at gmail.com. All right, people, thanks a lot. Bye if for you've now. got any questions, let us know. New Zealand Bridge, sponsoring Bridge from beginner to international, nationwide. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.